That sounds so much better than using my AirPods. I would assume so. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm shocked. Well, I'm not shocked that you haven't lost them because you're a responsible adult. I would lose those things so fast. You know, I thought the same thing. But I just always have the case. And so when I take them out of my ears, they go right in the case. Yeah. I lose my headphones that have a cord attached. Those little ones that come with the phone. I don't know, man. Grow up. I don't want to. Growing up sucks, man. They never tell you that. I'm pretty sure my parents told me all the time. And I find myself telling my children the same thing. Yeah. Don't ever grow up. Like, I can't wait to be a grown-up. Shut up! What's that scene in Billy Madison where he grabs that fat kid's face and he's like, Don't ever don't grow, grow up! Grow up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Stay here forever with safe Miss Lippy. It's safe here. Don't ever grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah, a fucking lie. <laughs> Growing up, being an adult. Oh, it's so fun. You, you can have whatever, do whatever you want. You can, you can eat ice cream. Ice cream for dinner. Woo. Yeah, I have ice cream for dinner because there's no food in the goddamn house because I'm too lazy to go to the store. <laughs> and if I don't buy it, nobody buys it. That's not true. <laughs> Michaela does all the shopping. But um, you know what I mean, though. I hear you. Yeah. I mean that if we don't go grocery shopping, then there's no food in the house, and then there's no dinner. <laughs> you know. And then, then I have ice that's cream. when you put up a stink. Yeah. No. No, I'm very smart. Uh, I don't complain, because then she'll be like, great, you can go grocery shopping. I, then I'm responsible, because I'm like, when she's like, I'm gro- going grocery shopping, what do you want me to get? And I'm like, I don't know, cereal? Some apples? Like, I, I don't know. You know, she's much more like... We need this, we need that, we need this. We just do the pickup. So we order all online, drive over the store, park. They put it in our car for us, and I drive home. That sounds great in theory, but... It is great. I'm not one to really think about, like, hmm, what do we need? I need to walk up and down each aisle and, like, look at it. And I'm like, oh, we don't have this. I need that. You know what I mean? No. Okay. I just open the fridge and say, we need this, this, this. And it gets to a point, it saves your order. So you just click order again. Yeah. So we, we always get the same shit anyway. Yeah. Nice. Um, Patrick, you recently returned from your field assignment uh, about reporting in Las Vegas. Yes, it's exactly why I went there. And you survived, yes? Yes. Vegas did not swallow you up? Vegas never had a chance. Oh, and did you gamble on your last day? No. You were going to go out, right, on your last day? Yeah, I went out for dinner. Okay. Anywhere fun? Like, like the place. Spearmint Rhino or whatever it's called? Yeah. I heard they have a great buffet. No. <laughs> no, we went to a tapas bar. Oh, fuck. Not a topless. No, I bar. know. I, I said buffet, but I, about the strip club, I should have said they had a great spread. Yeah! Girls, that would have been really good. I know. I would have applauded you. Oh well, there'll be another one. There'll yeah, be right. another one. So yeah, we went to tapas. We got calamari. I love calamari. And we got empanadas, and we got what else did we get? Uh, stuffed dates. I'd, 
Okay. Goat cheese. What kind of restaurant was this? Tapas bar. Tapas is like appetizers. Right, but it's Spanish, right? Right. Stuffed dates are Spanish? I mean, I guess. I thought they were like Mediterranean. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I had to have my coworkers explain to me how you eat at a tapas bar. Bar, Like, everyone's like, all right, order, everyone order something you want. And then I'm like, wait, do I have to share this? You do. Like, yes. That's the point. It's like, oh. I know, I'm okay. bad at that. Because, like, I love calamari. I'm going to want to eat more than one little piece of calamari. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I'm not a tapas guy. Tapas. Tapas. Tap, tap, tap. But that was good, though. And you did yep. not go to the pawn shop from Pawn nope. Stars like I asked you. Well, in fairness, I'm pretty sure you asked me on the last day, even though I was chocked full all day long. That's no excuse. There was 8,000 people at that uh, thing you went to, right? Yes. Just get up and walk out for a half hour. Nobody would have known. <laughs> you are one of 8,000 people, dude. I'm stand up. You know what? <laughs> Fuck y'all. No, no. <laughs> then they look at you. You just oh. sneak out. You do the Irish exit, and then you sneak back in. And somebody would be like, hey, where were you? And you'd be like, oh, I got lost. <laughs> I went to the bathroom. I got lost. I had to take a dump. <laughs> Woo. Well, Woo. traveling gives people diarrhea sometimes, you know? That's right. You just be like, oh, traveling. Oh, so you don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I think Gold, the Pawn Stars place is like strip adjacent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I, it's on the strip. I think it's like I, just off it. I still don't have my bearings there. I don't even know where I was. Yeah. Oh, shit. I, me- I never asked you. Did you go outside the um, the pirate one? The uh, Treasure Island? No, I didn't make it over there. Son of a bitch. Yep. Did you get a souvenir? I got Hannah's souvenir. What'd you get her? Sweatshirt. It says Las Vegas? It says, I'm a whore. Nice. So you got it from the Bunny yes. Ranch? Yes. Nice. So you did do some sightseeing. <laughs> nah, it just says like Las Vegas on it. Yeah, Michaela and I do that too, but we get like long sleeve t shirts. We don't get sweatshirts. Well, it's coming on to the winter now. Yeah, and she likes big sweatshirts. So, oh yeah, brother. To each their own. I can't own. tell you the amount of sweatshirts I lost to her. Yeah, reclaim them. Re- I don't know where they are. In her closet, I would assume. Uh, probably not. Oh, she's probably just, long gone. She gives them. I'm talking, about like, I'm talking about like high school sweatshirt. Oh, got you. Well, they're not going to fit you anymore, guy. Hey, just saying. My high school stuff doesn't sit fit and me rotate. <laughs> sit on it, Howard. Happy days, <laughs> nailed it. Um, dude, my high school clothes don't fit me either. I can't believe you still have high school clothes. I don't throw things away. It's <laughs> not. People force me to make donation bags, and then that's when I get rid of it. But, like, it's a gunpoint, almost. Borderline gunpoint. Oh, boy. Yeah. Michaela would be like, Tom, you cannot buy another pair of pants until you get rid of, like, ten pairs of pants. And I say, okay. That's not an even trade. Well, it's not. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You pay good money for something, you know. And there's always the chance that it might still fit. I might get Probably my shit not. together, you know? Yeah. This is just in case. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like they're that small. 
You know, it's not like they're, you know, I don't know. <laughs> they probably won't ever fit me. But it's nice to have them just in case. What if, like, a skinny person comes over and they're like, oh, shit, I spilled coffee on my pants. Do you have a pair of pants that will fit me? I can be like, yes, I do, skinny person. Here you go. Okay. Oh, you know what she said to me? Who? I'm, Michaela, I'm sitting on the toilet, and she barges in, and she's holding up my underwear. And she's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, what? And she was folding laundry, and my underwear, most of my underwear has holes in it. Like, I don't care. Oh, yeah, care. it does too. It's just in the crotch. The band still works. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's still stretched. Mm-hmm. My whole like, ass is hanging out. <laughs> it gets the Not job done. It. That's right. And she's like, are you shitting me? And I was like, what? And she's like, these are full of holes. I'm like, it's not that bad. And she's like, I can see you through them. I was like, whatever. And she goes, she gave me, she said that I have four more wash cycles. That she'll let it go through the wash four more times. And then she's going to start throwing them out. (laughs) So I have four more wash cycles to buy new underwear. Or else I'm not going to have any underwear to wear. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that was like two wash cycles ago. I got to get on that. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, Hannah always tells me she's going to throw mine out. She doesn't have the heart. They still fit. They still work. Nobody sees them. My butt's hanging out. It's okay. Yeah, they just it's for aeration. It's yeah. healthier for your ball sack. Yeah. The heat is bad for your scrot and your sperms. They say don't sleep in underwear because of that. Um, so this just aerates them and cools them down. It's you ventilated underwear. Argument. Ventilated use that argument. Yeah, ventilated ar- uh, ventilated underwear. That's right. Yeah. Ha-ha. If you want kids someday. Oh, yeah. She does. <laughs> that that will fly. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that <laughs> you all... Tell me how that goes. It won't go well. <laughs> I'll, I'll make my stand, but she will win. Oh, she always does. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you go through that struggle too, though. Oh, yeah, uh, I know if, what you're saying. If you out there in listening land also go through that struggle where your significant other wants to throw your underwear out because it's full of holes, but you don't want to because it still works, please email us at happyhourguys at gmail.com. H A P P Y H O U R G U Y Z at gmail.com. Um, hashtag. They still work. And we'll all stand together. We'll make a support group. Hashtag they still work. They still do their job. Yeah, they do do their job. They have fought in the trenches. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, they fought in the mud. (laughs) In the bushes. Yes. In the muddy bushes. In the swamp. <laughs> the They're swamp Vietnam warfare vets. of, uh, yeah. Oh, Vietnam, there you go. The great swamp war of 20... <laughs> All right, let's, 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 let's stop this before we go too far. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll, we'll start it all over again. <laughs> Sound good? Sounds good. Okay, bye-bye. Come on. So, yes. before we start this part, mm-hmm. I have something to say. So, the audience has probably heard me make comments over the past couple weeks 
about drinking and how I'm not drinking, blah, blah. So I just wanted to clear the air. Um, I am not drinking right now due to some health concern. So while this is still happy hour and we're still going to have a good time, I have chosen to not drink for a little while just to get some of my health stuff straight. But I'm still going to share and drink of the week and all that good stuff. Drinks that you have found on the internet. Yes. And, you know, heard about or something. Uh, or seen on a menu, perhaps, but not or that maybe you have had consumed. Before. Or, yeah, in the right. past, sure. So, I just wanted to clear that up. Excellent. So, having said that... <laughs> Good segue. It's time for the drink of the week. Drink week, of week, the week, week, week. Okay. So, in past weeks, the drinks of the week has been something that sounds delicious. Correct? Correct. They've been appetizing drinks. Yes. So, this week is the exact opposite. This drink, or shot, is called a tapeworm. Oh, just you wait. So, you take a shot glass... Mm-hmm. Fill it with vodka. Mm-hmm. Put some Tabasco sauce in it. Put some black pepper. And then you take one of those squeeze bottle of mayonnaise God. and you squeeze it into the drink to make it look like a tapeworm. The fuck? I'm going to send you a picture right now. It's a legit thing. That sounds gross. It looks gross. I Who wants to drink mayonnaise and vodka? <laughs> And pepper. Ooh, that, doesn't, <laughs> that's so gross. that doesn't look like a worm, dude. That looks like somebody just straight up ejaculated like a, into like a, a shot glass and then like also a, bled a little bit. Like a bird had diarrhea. Yeah. That's not something I would recommend. No, and the pepper no. is just like floating it's, around. Yeah. That is Someone weird. actually ordered that. You think they made it up or they saw it on the menu? Oh, so that picture is from Instagram. Yeah. And the caption is, I lost at golf. Oh, so, he, yeah. That he was... lost, so someone ordered it for him. But that means it was on the menu, right? Or they just said, hey, give me the grossest drink you can think of. And the guy was like, oh. Tabasco sauce, you. mayonnaise, vodka, and pepper, and gross. It's pretty gross. Uh, it does look like a hideous alien parasite. Yes. I just can't get over how the Tabasco sauce looks like blood. Yep. Pooled on the so bottom of the shot glass. Yeah. That's gross. That's a good one. Good trick of the week. Yeah. So if you see the drink tapeworm on a menu, avoid it, friends. Or, if you get it, send us the video. Yeah, I would love to see somebody actually drink that. I would do it if I was pretty buzzed. Yeah. Like, I hear you. I'd probably vomit everywhere. I have to imagine that the mayonnaise part, it's just a different consistency than the the vodka. Right. And once it gets in your mouth, you would feel that instantly, and it would just trigger like like a gag. Sliding down your throat. Yeah. Yeah. It would trigger like a gag, and then you would just throw everything up all over the bar. Yep. Which I've never done. Never. Never. Never, never. Not in the last... 20... 
Nope. I don't know. Yeah, good good drink, pal. Good pick. Where'd you find you that? Go. That's my secret. Okay. Well, I can just look at the picture you sent me. <laughs> True. Ah, I like that their picture is Harambe. Gone oh, but not forgotten. The, the uh, Instagram guy? No, the website up in the corner. Oh, yeah. So, I assume that's Harambe. Gone Twisted. but not forgotten. Twisted. Recipes, features, cookbook. Check it out. I don't like how they spell check. That's how the English do it. I'm not English. I'm American. <laughs> Americans America. are just the southern version of the English. That's a cool way to look at it. Yep. I guess. All right, Patrick. White trash. We are. A little, I am white trash. I think America is mostly white trash nowadays. Uh, are you ready for this weekend? History. Yes, lay it on me. All right. Well, in this week, September 13th, 1905, U.S. warships head to Nicaragua on behalf of American William Albers, who was accused of evading tobacco taxes. Also, uh, September 13th, 1945, Iran demands the withdrawal of Allied forces. Uh, September 13th, 1951. In Korea, U.S. Army troops began their assault in Heartbreak Ridge. The month-long struggle will cost 3,700 casualties. Have you ever seen the movie Heartbreak Ridge with... um, uh, Who played Dirty Harry? Um, oh my God. Clint Eastwood. Thank you. Have you seen Heartbreak Ridge with Clint Eastwood? No. I haven't either. I hear that's okay. one of his good movie, better movies, though. Um, I read that there was like a lot of hurricane stuff going on in uh, on September 13th between the different years. Is it like hurricane month? Yeah, it's hurricane season. Oh, that makes sense then, because there was a ton of hurricane stuff. Um, ooh, September 13th, 2008. Five synchronized bomb blasts occur in a crowded locations of Delhi, India, killing at least 30 people and injuring more than 100. Four other bombs are diffused. Um, speaking of 2008, do you know what's crazy? This has nothing to do with 2008. Uh, and I'll save this for later. Don't worry about it. Okay. Moving on to September 14th. Da, 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 da. 1773, Russian forces under Alexander Savorov, Savorov, S-U-V-O-R-O-V, Savorov, successfully storm a Turkish fort at Hersov, Turkey. 1791, King Louis VI swears his allegiance to the French Constitution. 1812. Napoleon Bonaparte's invasion of Russia reaches its climax as his Grand Army enters Moscow, only to find the enemy capital deserted and burning, set afire by the few Russians who remained. Uh, eight, oh, this is a good one. September 14th, 1814. Francis Scott Key writes the words to the Star-Spangled Banner 
As he waits abroad, a as he waits aboard a British launch in the Chesapeake Bay for the outcome of British assault on Fort McHenry during the War of 1812. Yep. I did not know. Today's the 14th, right? Today's the... 14th. 14th, yeah. Yeah. Well, ha- well you know what? Happy uh, anniversary, Star Spangled Banner. There you go. There you go. Uh, 1847, the U.S. forces under General Winfield Scott capture Mexico City, virtually bringing the two-year Mexican War to a close. 1943, German troops abandon the Salerano Front in Italy. Um, any other good ones? Uh, ooh, no, maybe. Oh, move ahead. Keep it moving. Uh, September 15th. I want to work backwards. I'm going to go from the oldest to the youngest. Uh, ooh, September 15, 2008. The largest Chapter 11 bankruptcy in U.S. history is filed by the Lehman Brothers financial services firm. When was the housing was market crash? What? That was 2008, 2009. Yeah, that's, that's why. Yeah. Uh, 2004, the National Hockey League commissioner, Gary Bettman, announces a lockout of the Players' Union. 1990, France announces it will send 4,000 troops to join those of other nations assembling in the Persian Gulf to protect Saudi Arabia and and force Iraq's dictator Saddam Hussein to withdraw troops from occupied Kuwait. Uh, 1971, the environmental group Greenpeace is founded. So tomorrow will mark the anniversary of Greenpeace. The 50th. No, 1971. Yeah. What year is it? Oh, it's 21. Yeah, yeah. I got my years mixed up. Uh, September 15th, 1968. The USSR launches Zond 5 which becomes the first spaceship to orbit the moon and re-enter Earth's atmosphere. That's pretty Damn cool. Ruskies. Well, you know, someone's got to do it and it just happened not to be us. I wonder what Zond means. Z-O-N-D. I'll look it up. Okay. Zond 5. Well, Z-O-N-D was the name of the ship and it happened to be the fifth one. Uh, 1966. U.S. President Lyndon Johnson urges Congress to adopt gun control legislation in the wake of Charles Whitman's sniper attack from the University of Texas's Texas Tower. In all, Whitman shot and killed 15 people before being shot dead himself by an Austin police officer. So, you know what Zond means? What? It's nothing exciting. It's just like... It means probe. Well, that's pretty much what it was. Yep. As an apt name. Or it means catheter. I don't think it's a catheter. <laughs> we are going to send the catheter up into the sky. And we'll get the catheter back. Shoot the catheter into the sky towards the moon. Alright, well hold on. There's a couple more meanings. It also means explorer. Oh, good one. Pathfinder. Oh, those all fit. Yep. Yeah. America always names them like... Freedom. 
Sorry, we love freedom. <laughs> I, that's, I think that's from Armageddon. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm getting that from a movie. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was the Apollo mission. Apollo is a Greek god. Yeah. And they had the Gemini missions before that. I heard someone called Gemini. the space shuttles were called like the Challenger. Um, yeah, I'll that look up the other them. ones, but... Uh, there was a, on Pawn Stars, there was a guy from, he worked with like aerospace or something like that, and he kept calling it the Gemini. Yeah. He I've wasn't heard saying it Gemini. He was like, and he didn't have an accent. He was American, and he was calling it Gemini. And then I thought to myself, so, well, he knows what he's talking about. I must be saying it wrong all these years. I've heard it pronounced both ways. I've heard it both ways. So the space shuttles were called Discovery. Mm hmm. Atlantis, mm -hmm. Challenger, mm -hmm. Columbia, Endeavor, and the Space Shuttle Enterprise. The U.S. Enterprise? Is that from Star Trek? Yeah. Probably. When was the Enterprise? What came first? Oh, it had to be Star Trek was first because we weren't first, in space then. The first orbiter Enterprise was built in 1976 and used in approach and landing tests, but had no orbital capability. Um, Did we get the name Enterprise for a spaceship from Star Trek? Because Star Trek came out long before that. Yeah, probably. That's hilarious, dude. I mean, why not? Is that just to get the people excited about like space travel? Yeah. Good marketing. Yeah. Um, September, what am I on? 16th? Uh, yeah, I also, the birthday of a saint. September 16th? Yep. That's not my birthday. My mother's birthday. Oh, happy birthday to her coming up soon. Happy birthday, Kathy. Mm -hmm. uh, September 16th, 2007. Military contractors in the employ of Blackwater Worldwide allegedly... Killed 17 Iraqis in Baghdad, Nasur Square, further straining relations between the U.S. and the people of Iraq. September 16, 1994, Britain's government lifts the 1988 broadcast ban against members of Ireland's Sinn Féin and the Irish Parliament groups. 1978, an earthquake estimated to be strong as a 7.9 on the Richter scale kills 25,000 people in Iran. Ooh, 1975, administrators for the Rhodes Scholarship announced the decision to begin offering fellowships to women. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, da, 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 da. 1945, Japan surrenders to Hong, oh, surrenders Hong Kong to Britain. Yeah, remember in um, one of those Rush Hour movies, it takes place on, like, the last day that Hong Kong is ruled by Britain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, 1908, General Motors files papers of incorporation. That's pretty cool. Um, 1920, 30 people are killed in a terrorist bombing in New York's Wall Street Financial District. 1930? Yeah. Wow. Moving on to September 17th. Working our way backwards, we have 2011. Occupy Wall Street movement calling for greater, greater social and economic equality begins in New York City's Zuccotti Park. 
coining the phrase, we are the 99%. I forgot all about Occupy Wall Street. Mm-hmm. That seems like so long ago. Yep. Uh, 2006, Alaska's four-peaked mountain erupts for the first time in at least 10,000 years. That's a long time. Wow. 2001, the New York Stock Exchange reopens for the first time since the September 11th terrorist attacks on the Twin Towers. Longest period of closure since the Great Depression of the 1930s. Wow. Uh, September, what am I on, 16th? 17th. 17th. 1983. Vanessa Williams becomes the first black Miss America. Relinquished crown early after the scandal over nude photographs. 1976. The space shuttle is unveiled to the public. That's the, that was the uh, Enterprise. Yeah. 1959. The X-15 rocket plane makes its first flight. That must have been super exciting. Yeah. Uh, September 18th. Working. Oh, I just saw some of the Voyager. 1977. Voyager 1 takes first photo of Earth and the moon together. Friends wow. forever. 1980. Cosmonaut... Arnaldo Tamoya, a Cuban, becomes the first black to be sent on a mission in space. Uh, I didn't word it like that. I don't think you can say that. <laughs> yeah. uh, cosmonaut Arnaldo <laughs> Tamoya, a Cuban, becomes the first black to be sent on a mission in space. Black isn't even capitalized. Wouldn't you the have to first put... first black. That's what it says. Wow. What website are you reading from? History, <laughs> HistoryNet.com. KKK.com, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, 1975. Patty Hearst, the granddaughter of newspaper magnate William Randolph Hearst, is kidnapped by a violent radical group, SLA, which stands for the Symbionese Liberation Army. She will later take part in some of the group's militant activities and will be captured by the FBI agents. I remember that. She had, like, um, what's the one where, like, you fall for your captors? Uh, Stockholm System. Yeah, she had, like, Stockholm System and, like, went full on in with them. Jeez. Uh, 1964, U.S. destroyers fire on hostile targets in Vietnam. The Nang. The Nang. And we'll round it out with September 19th. Here we go. Just a few. Nineteen eighty-five, an earthquake kills thousands in Mexico. Uh, Nineteen eighty-two, the first documented emoticon, which was a smiley face and a sad face, posted on Carnegie Mellon's University Bulletin Board system by Scott Fallman. Do you think he gets credit for emoticons? No, because he put um. You know, the colon and the hyphen and the parentheses. I bet not. I bet not either. Sucks for that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1957. The first underground nuclear test takes place in Nevada. Hey, I was just there. You were just there. Uh, 1918. American troops of the Allied North Russian Expeditionary Force 
received their baptism of fire near the town of Seltso against Soviet forces. Uh, and I'll end on this one. Uh, September 19th, 1893. New Zealand becomes the first nation to grant women the right to vote. Here, here. That's what I say, too. All right. And that was This Week in History, Patrick. Excellent. Do you have a animal of the week? I do. Lay it on me, brother. Animal this week, and I'll send you a picture in a second, is called an axolotl. Ooh. So this remarkable amphibian is native to a small series of lakes and canals near Mexico City. Once numbering the thousands and providing an important food source for the Aztec, the wild population of axolotl is thought to have dwindled just a few individuals due to habit loss. Axolotl can grow to lengths of 18 inches, and they are characterized by a unique set of external gills, along with the ability to completely regrow lost limbs. I'll send you a picture. I wonder how long it takes them to regrow the limb. I don't know. That'd be a cool, cool ability to have. That would be. That's how the... the Whoa, guy from this Spider-Man. guy is like octopus face. Yeah. What? External gills. Are those gills? Yeah. And those bristles? They take the oxygen in from the water. Crazy. That's spooky looking. Mm-hmm. Axolotl. It's a cool name, too. Sounds very Aztec-y. It does, doesn't it? It sounds like they would mm-hmm. worship this because it just looks yes. so funky. And it regrows limbs. That's got to be wild to think about back then. I'd want one as a pet. You could probably have one. You can get anything on Amazon nowadays. <laughs> I would look into that if I were you. I will. Right. Uh, they live underwater, right? Yes. Just get a fish tank, and you're all set. Good to go. Yeah, 18 inches isn't that big. You get a big fish tank, you're all, you know. It's a foot and a half. Yeah. Get a koi pond. <gasps> fill it with them. Ooh. Just fill it with them. Mississippi would be perfect for it. Yeah, it's like Aztec weather. <laughs> you know, you're like right there. Right near Mexico. Dude, Mexico's hot as balls all the time. And guess what? So is Mississippi. Except for the winter. How cold does it get in the winter? It's gotten down to the single digits before. Axolotl can handle it. You can handle <laughs> I doubt it. All right, Patrick. Well, thank you for this week's Animal of the Week. Uh, if you want to learn more about it and you want to see it, it's pretty funky, funky looking. It's A-X-O-L-O-T-L. A-X-O-L-O-T-L. Axolotl. It's, ba- it's basically like a salamander. Except it has huge. gills coming out of its head. Yeah, yeah, six of them. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend you guys look it up. So if and you get, look up the uh, tapeworm shot. Don't look that up. You don't. don't. That's gross. <laughs> if you guys out there have a drink of the week or a uh, animal of the week or a cool history fact that we didn't talk about that you want to share with us, email it to us at happyhourguys at gmail.com. H-A-P-P-Y-H-O-U-R-G-U-I-Z at gmail.com and we would love to hear it. Uh, You want to take a quick break? Cool. All right, bye. 
Come on. Patrick. Yeah. Um, before we go, my father shared something with me today and said, ooh, could be cool for tonight's discussion. And it is. And it kind of sparked me into thinking about what we're going to be talking about after. Okay. okay. Uh, in Croker, Virginia, stands a site that would make just about anyone stop in their tracks. 43 ghostly effigies of presidents past crowd together in the tall grass. Some of the 18 to 20 foot tall busts have crumbling noses, tear-like stains that fall from the eyes of others. All have bashed in heads to some degree. This could be a scene from the world's most patriotic horror movie, but it's all too real. And Howard Hankins' family farm is just the latest stop into the bus larger-than-life journey from iconic pieces of art to zombie-like markers of America's past. The bus, um, the bus are all that remains from Virginia's President's Park, a now-defunct open-air museum where visitors could once walk among the presidential heads. President's Park first opened in nearby Williamsburg in 2004, the brainchild of local landowner Everett Holly Newman and Houston sculptor David and Dix. Who was inspired to create the giant bust after driving past Mount Rushmore in South Dakota? Uh, these things are the freakiest looking things I've ever seen, dude. I'm just looking at pictures of them now. They are pretty weird looking. Uh, they're all just lined up next to each other in like an unkept field. Yeah. And they're all, they're falling apart, but they still look good enough to know who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no, like, rhyme or reason Yeah. to, like, where they are. It's just, like, all of these 20-foot-tall president's heads in a field. And they're so lifelike. Yes. I don't know what they're made out of. Uh, it looked like stone or something, but they're just, like, um, spooky like, looking. Like you said, a lot of them are, like, falling apart. But when you look at their faces, there's so much detail. Yeah. Like, um... The ties, you can see yeah. all like the crosshatch on the ties or whatever. The hair. Like you see one of Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, like mustache. you think you're looking at a picture of him. Which one's Teddy? Oh, I didn't. I'm on a different site. Yeah, I was like, that's not Teddy. Um, and obviously their heads are all bashed in. Like right. if you were a dumbass kid in Virginia, wouldn't you take a baseball bat to those things? That's kind of disrespectful. It is disrespectful, but a dumbass kid would do that, right? Yeah, that's true. Like this is just in a field. It's not like a, like. Look at the one of Andrew Jackson. It looks like... Yeah. That's so crazy. It's so... This guy looks like the Terminator. Ooh. His whole... Half his face is falling off. Like, like I've seen busts of people. These are lifelike sculptures. I think they're made out of, like, cement. I don't even know. Anyway. That would make sense. This looked pretty spooky and haunted to me. Yeah. I thought, like, imagine stumbling across this field on, like, a hike and just being like, what the fuck? Um, so it got me thinking about other spooky haunted places, Patrick, and you had the same idea. Yes. We were afraid it might be too close to Halloween, but yep. I don't give a shit. Well, who cares? This isn't about Halloween. This is about haunted places. We'll do Halloween later. We will. This is unrelated to Halloween. It just happens right. to be scary. Right. Scary, spooky. So, um, 
how you want to do this? You want to go first? You can go first. Okay. Oh, let's see what we have here. Ah, the Vasilla Axe Murder House. On June 10th, 1912, the old white frame house at 508 East 2nd Street became a grisly crime scene. The heinous murder of Josiah B. Moore and his wife, their four children, and two young girls who were overnight guests rocked the small town of Vasilla. What's I-A? Illinois? Iowa. Iowa. Oh, really? Vasilla, Iowa, and the murderer was never identified. Over the years, residents of the home reported visions of a man with an axe, children crying, and unexplained paranormal activity. In 1994, the home was restored to its original condition with no indoor plumbing or electricity. These touches add to the chilling... Uh ambience during a lamplight tour from April through November or an overnight experience available by registration for groups. So, you know those like ghost hunter shows that are on TV? Yep. So, there's one of those that Hannah and I love. And it's 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 funny because the guys go on there and they're bros. Yeah. And... They really believe all this stuff. And they don't just go in and, like, look for ghosts. They go in and, like, start calling them names, start yelling at them. So, anyway, they go to this house. And so, a couple things. They caught doors opening and closing on camera. They had the spirit box. You know, it's, like, the thing that sweeps the radio frequencies. Yeah. And they had this one thing where they heard this guy's saying I killed the kids and it sounds like he's chopping oh my God. so it sounds like I killed these kids it's pretty creepy damn I, I never buy into those shows because it's like me either but this particular show it's funny to watch too yeah it's entertaining yeah all right my first one. The Fairmont Hotel in Vancouver, British Columbia. This elegant old hotel is said to be haunted by a glamorous lady in red. When the hotel was being constructed, there were eight elevator shafts constructed. However, when the Great Depression hit, only six elevators actually ended up being installed. Consequently, there are two empty shafts without doors leading to them. Allegedly, numerous hotel staff and guests have glimpsed a woman in red as she emerges from a door where the hidden shaft is located and they and where there simply should not be a door. Whoa. So they see a door and a woman going to a... Ho- uh, so there's a wall. Yeah. And behind it is where the empty elevator shaft is. And they see her coming out of the wall like she was coming out of the elevator. That's weird. Um, I'm reminded of a show called Westworld when they can't see doors. Right, Yano? I don't see any door. What door? He'll get that joke. You you won't. He'll yeah. Get. Super funny, Tom. Oh, my God. You ready for this one? Yes. The Moon River Brewery. 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 
Moon River Brewery brought its beloved beer to Savannah in 1999, but the building is one of the oldest in town, dating back to 1821. In its original incarnation, it was the City Hotel, a high-end hotel with a history of violence during the Civil War. Men were killed in the hotel during heated skirmishes, including a Yankee who was beaten to death by locals in 1860. Some bar patrons today say they've seen bottles mysteriously fly through the air and have witnessed guests being pushed, touched, or even slapped by unseen forces. One resident apparition, Toby, is said to skulk around the billiards room looking for the next great bar brawl. I think I think they just get drunk and then fight each other and then they don't want to get ghost. in trouble so they're like oh it was the ghost it wasn't me I didn't throw that bottle yeah. I ain't paying for it yeah I know right I, I didn't throw it I can't <laughs> prove it it was a ghost Civil War ghost <laughs> Rolling Hills Asylum New York built in 1827 this huge brick structure was built to house the needy and the troubled, including murderers and the criminally insane. Nearly 200 years on is apparently one of the most haunted places in the world. Now open for tours, the very brave invited to walk through the rooms in the daylight or at night and even carry out their own paranormal investigations with the help of representatives of the asylum. Investigations at the property have revealed chilling screams in the night, doors being held shut, shadowy figures walking down corridors and disembodied voices you know what the saddest part about this place is what so not only did this place house murderers and criminally insane people yeah it also housed orphans Ooh. Yeah. why would you keep them together dude it was 1827 still who thought saying. that was a good idea build another These building people. i mean what do you want um do you think I have found also that a lot of these places that have haunted, you know, experiences that you can go to them and like do a tour or, you know, do a ghost hunting thing. Do you think if they were actually legitimately haunted, they would let people in there or encourage them to go? I mean, some of these places are owned by private people. Yeah. So they got to make money somehow. I guess that's true. Let's see. Uh, Since you did an asylum, I will do an asylum. The Trans Allegheny Allegheny. Allegheny. How'd you know that? Because I know what building it is. Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Once known as the Weston State Hospital, this asylum was home to thousands of people with mental illness, starting in 1864. Hundreds of people died here before the facility closed in 1994. The spirits that are said to haunt the site today date back to the Civil War era when the asylum's grounds served as a military post. Paranormal tours of the facility feature two-hour visits to the asylum's four main hotspots. The more intense ghost hunt is an eight-hour overnight paranormal adventure with experienced ghost hunting guides. Could you imagine pain? money for an eight hour overnight paranormal adventure with experienced ghost hunting guides I would do it in a heartbeat you would? oh yeah 
you know that they have somebody in the back just like making sounds and like I don't care. Okay. I wonder how much that kind of stuff costs. I think it's like two hundred bucks Probably. a person. Something like that, yeah. Um, all right. McNabb's Island. Like Halifax. Halifax. This large island in Halifax Harbor is a beautiful nature reserve today, but had a number of atrocities in its history that have led to rumors of ghost hauntings and sandy beaches and lush parklands. McNabb's was used to hold a shipload of British cholera sufferers in 1866, many of whom died and ended up being buried in mass graves on the island. From the 1780s through the early 19th century, the military would use Mauer Beach, which is on the island, to display the bodies of executed military criminals. The headless ghost of Peter McNabb, who owned a fishing business there in the 1700s, is said to roam the island as well as various other ghouls. 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 Um, you want to hear one about a fort or about a prostitute? You tell me. I'll do the fort. Fort Mifflin. Built in 1771, Fort Mifflin is the country's only Revolutionary War battlefield that is still intact. There are 14 restored buildings on the grounds on the Delaware River and reportedly plenty of spirits from the past. Along the ghost said to haunt the fort is a screaming woman whose cries are so loud that the Philadelphia police have been called to investigate only to find no one there. Other characters in the local ghost stories include a faceless man wandering around the fort, a tour guide dressed in revolutionary garb, and numerous children and dogs. Wow. Yeah. Where was that in Delaware, you said? That was in... uh, uh, It says along the Delaware River. I'd like to go there just for the Oh, it's in Philadelphia because the Philadelphia police have been called. Oh. I'd like to go there just for the history part of it. Same. They rebuilt, they like redid it. They restored 14 buildings. Yeah, I would like to do that. I would too. All right. Cross the pond. Kisilhevo, Serbia. I think they pronounce it. Serbia, yeah. This remote village is home to less than 800 inhabitants and one spooky vampire story. Ooh. In 1725, a resident named, get ready for this name. I'm ready. Petar <laughs> Plogojewicz oh. passed away, and in the next eight days, nine deaths occurred. The nine who died has said on the deathbeds that they had been throttled by Plogojewicz's corpse. Priests and officials flocked to Kilisahevo to investigate, and roughly 40 days after Plogojewicz had expired, they exhumed his grave. Strangely, his beard and nails still seem to be growing, which is gross. not... It's its that your skin is shrinking, so it looks like it grows. Oh, okay. And there were signs of new skin. When a stake was plunged into the body, it was reported that fresh blood spurted from his ears and mouth. A horrible scream arose, and his skin turned black. At that point, the murderer ceased. Some call Plog Jewitz the first vampire, which earns Kilisavo a spot on our countdown of the most haunted places in the world. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds uh, gross. Cool. Yeah. 
Have you heard about Eastern State Penn? I have. Oh, you have. So you've heard that Tony Joe Henry has been the talk of the small town of Lake Charles since the 1940s when she killed a man in cold blood. Just as notorious were her stunning good looks. The former prostitute charmed a gentleman in a pickup truck to give her a ride while she was walking the highway with a friend en route to spring her true love from a Texas prison. It took three trials for a jury to convict the wily Tony Joe would charm the courtroom and jail staff and divided the town over her presumed guilt. In 1942, this murderous beauty, known as the Tiger Girl, was the first woman in the state to die in the electric chair. Her spirit lingers in the courthouse today, and workers there swear they feel her presence, hear her screams, and even smell her burning hair. Many believe that she tinkers with office equipment, locks doors, and meddles with everyday office life at the courthouse. The Eastern State Penitentiary might be the creepiest place in all of Philly. The former prison was the first of its kind thanks to its large size and substantial budget. Directed by Quaker beliefs, it had infamously strict rules which encouraged isolation and punishment. Prison guards took to hooding inmates whenever they ventured outside their cells, and the only source of light was a skylight, which was believed to bring the prisoners the light of God. Tortured spirits also include Slick Willie Sutton, continuously continue to relentlessly haunt the grounds today. Ooh. Mm. I just looked up a picture of Tony Joe. Yeah? She's not that pretty. <laughs> You know, kidding. What about nineteen, like nineteen forties though? Is she good for nineteen forties? No, 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 no. T O N I. Yep. J O. Tony, Tony, Tone. Oh. Yeah. Right. I mean, she's not ugly, but she's definitely no, but not like she, glamorous. The way you had described her. She was like Marilyn Monroe. That's the way she was described to me. Yep. She's right. she's just very plain looking, and she's you know what I mean. Yeah. She's not a, a stunner, but she's not no. ugly. But she's no. Her eyebrows are very well done. I'll say. Only the best for Tony Joe. Tony Joe Tiger Girl. All right, Glamis Castle, Scotland. 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 This castle was first built in the 14th century, and it's where the Queen Mother, the late mother to Queen Elizabeth II, grew up. It's also said to be populated by a bevy of ghosts, including the Grey Lady, or the Lady of Glamis, otherwise known as Lady Janet Douglas. Accused of murdering her husband by poisoning him, and of using witchcraft to take down King James V of Scotland, the Grey Lady was burned at the stake in 1537 in Edinburgh. Her ghost is said to run up the stairs in the clock tower, leaving a trail of ash in her wake. A woman with no tongue has been seen roaming the park around the castle, and the ghost of an 18th century boy servant who has been terribly mistreated is said to haunt a seat near the door of the queen's bedroom. The most famous ghost is Earl Beardy, or the Earl of Crawford. The noble visited the castle in the 15th century, and one night he got drunk and demanded that someone play cards with him. If no one would, the Earl declared he would play the devil himself. 
A mysterious hooded man dressed in black showed up at Glamis and offered to play. By the next morning, the Earl had vanished, and the visitor to the castle had reported hearing swearing, loud voices, dice, and clinking glasses. You think he was playing the devil? I think so. Oh, my God. I bet he had a hell of a hand. Not bad. You know, devil, hell, cards. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, so I'm all out. But you know what oh, I learned? I have a couple more. Okay. Okay, go ahead. If we have time. We got time. All right, really quick. The Stanley Hotel in Colorado. Do you know what that's famous for? The Stanley Hotel. The Stanley Cup? No. It is the hotel that inspired The Shining. Oh, the Overlook Hotel? Yep. So nestled in the Rocky Mountains, the Stanley Hotel would seem like a romantic getaway with breathtaking views, if it didn't also have a reputation for true ghost stories that inspire The Shining. In 1911, a housekeeper lit a candle in a room that had a gas leak, causing an explosion that destroyed the tent of the hotel. The woman lived, but guests claim her spirit has unmade their beds or done the sheets around them while they were sleeping. Others hear piano music without a player or children's footsteps on the floor that was once used for childcare. In 2017, a man on a ghost tour supposedly captured two little girls on film, despite there being no young girls on the tour. Whoa. Let me just see if there's a picture of it. I don't think there's a picture of it. All right. Oh, wait. Uh, that's spooky, man. You imagine taking a picture, and then you go look at that picture, and you're like, oh, my God. Where these little girls come from? Do you want to see the picture? Uh, yeah. All right. I see the two little girls. I'm going to send it to you right now. Uh, is this like a um, digital photo? Is this like an old-timey I mean, photo? It looks, it looks, no, it, it looks pretty current. Still waiting for the photo... I haven't gotten the photo. Did you get it yet? Nope. All right, I'm going to go to the next one. All right. Rose Hall, Jamaica. According to local lore, Annie Palmer, the wife of plantation owner John Palmer, had a dark streak beyond the black magic she practiced. In the 1800s, she murdered John, her second and third husbands, and numerous male slaves whom she'd taken as lovers. She finally met her match in a slave who also practiced magic and brought her to demise, ending her killing spree. Although historians have cast doubt in the legitimacy of the story, Rose Hall visitors have claimed to come across the ghost of the White Witch in the early 2000s. One medium visiting Rose Hall reportedly fell into a trance soon after arriving, and the ghost took over her body. Likely story. Oh, I see the two girls. Right? Oh my god. That is, like, unmistakable. Yeah. But also, like, super blurry. Well, yeah. But you notice that no one else is. Right. Like, that girl's clearly walking, and she's not blurry. But these things are just, like... That's wild. Right? It's a pretty cool picture. Yeah. Yeah, and this is, like, recent. 
Yeah. Absolutely wild. Um, what do you know about Salvador Dali? That he painted a painting with melting clocks. Yeah. Do you think that's like old or really old? I think it's from like the 1920s. I just found out that he died. He was born in 1924, apparently. He okay. died in 1989. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that. I thought he yeah. was like... Like Monet. Yeah. And Picasso. Or like later, but like I didn't know he was alive while I was alive. Yeah. I didn't know that, man. Because it's not like... Was he the last great painter? Well, no, they're still great painters. Alive? Painters are... Well, no, here's the thing. Painters aren't really recognized until after they die. Salvador Dali was recognized while he was alive. Right. I'm not saying they can't be. Okay. Was he the last recognized... You know what I'm saying? Like, there's all these, like, wicked famous artists. Right, but they're famous now. They weren't necessarily famous when around their time. I Picasso was. Monet was. No, Picasso was not. He absolutely was. Yeah, he was not. I would beg to differ. Van Gogh was not. Not in the way you're thinking of him. Maybe his paintings were, were part of, like, the culture scene. But to be, like, great masters of art... They weren't considered that. I, th- I think that a lot of times people people's artwork appreciates more after they die, for sure. Um, but I think that those like huge names in art were were wildly accepted during their their life. I'll do some I, research. Okay, I I want to say Picasso definitely was. Uh, Van Gogh might not have been, but I think he probably was a well known and respected artist in his, in his time. Uh, I'm sure Monet was, and Monet, Monet and Monet. Uh, and I know Salvador Dali was huge while he was alive. But, um, yeah, I didn't know that he died, like, after, in 1989. Yeah. I thought he would have been, like, dead in, like, 1950. 30, you know what I mean? yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I found that out, and I thought that was cool. I didn't know that it was that late in life. Tom, it's not time for an interesting fact. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> well, I think those well, are some cool ghost Yeah, that's ghost all my stories. haunted stuff. So Not Halloween-y at all. Nope. Not even a little bit. If you have a spooky uh, haunted place that you want to share with us, let us know at happyhourguys at gmail.com. H-A-P-P-Y-H-O-U-R-G-U-Y-Z at gmail.com. Right, Patrick? Boom. Boom. Is there anything else you want to add, Pat? Pat? You are Pat. My name is Patrick. Patrick, is there anything else you want to add? There is nothing I want to add, Thomas. (laughs) Okay, Patrick. Uh... Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope that you stay positive but test negative and tune in for the next one because the next one is the best one. Bye. Bye. Shivers down
will shock your soul, seal your doom.